All right, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Club Pro Chatter, Season 6, Episode 1. We are counting the golf champions, especially since I wasn't there, not golf champions, excuse me, the golf show as kind of an add-on event. So this is our inaugural uh, premiere, kickoff, you name it. Uh, Kaylee, Tone, Scotty, good morning. How's everybody doing? Good morning. Glorious. Doing good. Oh, well. Ready to go. Scotty's in full master's gear. He's going to yes. wear green all week. Actually, I did notice uh first round of the NCO, uh, which we've talked about a lot on these shows, Scott wore a green on green on green. I thought he was Matt Kuchar out there, but it was, I've never seen so many different colors on, of green on one person, but he pulled it off somehow. Uh, it um, was a very leprechaun. I, I, I call that the leprechaun look. But before we get into uh, what we did in the offseason, could you two, uh, Kaylee and Tone, could you guys comment of what do you guys think of the uh, tone on tone on tone? I mean, I do a lot of gray on gray on gray. Um, what do you think of that look? Mm -hmm. Well, I can speak on this personally. I feel like I'm seasoned to this look because of my dad. He does. He likes to do a little blue on blue on blue. And he calls it the color rush, like in the NFL. Tone, do you oh. ever pull off the old same colors? I've tried. I think the blue I've done. Um, I also am colorblind. So, you know, <laughs> whatever colors go on, we'll just hope that they match. <laughs> and if they don't in today's world, it doesn't matter. You ever notice well, so, that? I mean, nobody you know, cares what, anymore. Besides my we mom, we... Kaylee. Kaylee's one that will tell me if something doesn't match. Yeah, but who cares? Right, Scotty? We know you don't. That's that's Please. very apparent. We know you don't care. It doesn't matter at this point. I mean, you see all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, the 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 new fad even in college women's basketball is one leg with full legging and the other with nothing. And rolled up shorts. I mean, does anybody care about I mean, seriously? whatever you want to do you want to wear red on red on red on red go for it right apparently it sounds, like a, sounds like a very valentine's day look to me kaylee when was our last official show was that november or october oh gosh i think season five yeah that was in december i think so okay. yeah so we've had four months kind of apart from each other Tell us what you guys did golf-wise in the off-season. Scott, you want to start? You want to tell about your skiing episode? Um, yeah, we can start there. So, as far as golf-related... Um, well, which golf-related? No, I'm just trying to... I haven't played much golf. We went to the merchandise show. Ripstick did. Uh, didn't play any golf. Um, went to Palm Springs with Julie for a little work conference. That was a nice little getaway. Did play some golf. And then a uh, week after that, I went skiing at, in Lutzen. Uh, buddy's trip that we have went a bunch of different places. And kind of the last run of the day, I maybe got a little aggressive and took a trail that I, a turn that I probably couldn't have made even when I was 20. And I'm not 20. And Lost my edge, ski popped up, ran into a tree, separated my shoulder, and yeah, 
thought maybe I was dead for a minute there, got up and I was okay and told Greg I couldn't play in the NCO. And he pretty much as you could expect, he was very happy with me and said I was a bunch of things that I can't say on this podcast. And uh, yeah, started rehab and you know what? I felt pretty good after hitting balls 10 days later. So I went out there and played in Colorado and it was okay. I didn't play great, but uh, played so well that Greg beat me by one. So he's got that up on me to start the season. And uh, yeah, and then I was just down in oh, New Mexico. Yeah, I, I had four feet up the hill to beat him by one. I thought we were tied and I was just, that was, I missed it. And yeah, there you go. Greg beat me by one. He thought and we were I, tied. He thought it was for the win, you guys. Little did he know he needed it for the tie and he bricked it. After you bricked it first. Yeah, but I hit my putt after that. I had like a three and a half putter because my first putt was so bad. Yeah, so it's it's good for Greg. He needed that, you know, he's needed that. And then um, I was just in New Mexico scouting out the courses for the PPC last week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And uh, now I'm just hoping to see grass before I fly out April 26th. So knock on wood. Who knows if we'll see it. Tone, Kaylee, what did you guys do all winter? Give us some updates on you guys. Um, I went on a couple trips. I went to Vegas with some friends, and then I went, obviously, to the show, the PJ show in Florida, which was fun. Got some golfing. That's the only golf I've really done this offseason. Uh, one funny one this offseason. Um, I'm now featured on Netflix on Full Swing in one of the episodes. So... You know, you can see me in one of the, one or two of the scenes. So, you know, I was pretty fun to watch when I saw that. Really? It's a very short, very short clip, but I'm there when they're talking about the 3M Open when, the, when one of them is on the tee. So I got through part of episode one, fell asleep, woke up in episode three, because you guys know Netflix just keeps kicking them. And so I'm like, oh, no, episode three, I had to shut it off, and I haven't got back yet. So I'll keep an eye on that. Uh, so side note, the Ripstick made an appearance in full swing when Ian Poulter missed, loses in the match play, and he's in the locker room, and he's throwing stuff everywhere. One of the things he tosses is a black Ripstick. So it, it, the Ripstick and U-Tone are – guest stars on full swing so congrats I, I there's a chance for you with an emmy i you know and i even got a ripstick now so you know or oh. full supporter yes kaylee anything fun for you oh i loved full swing i will say that we watched me and my sister watched all of it together huge joel damon fan now loved that episode um, but also, you know, I just got to take a couple trips to warmer weather. Mexico was fun for a week. And yeah, just now getting excited to actually get outside. Well, I, uh, as you guys know, took a new job. So that's kind of exciting. But it's also um, stressful. 
uh, probably the most stressed I've been in a few years. So uh, the NCO was good for me to get away for a little bit, even though that was stressful. Um, as maybe many heard, I drove on some closed roads to get to the Sioux Falls airport that day, uh, which was about two weeks ago. Uh, found out that's a $1,000 fine, so somehow avoided that. I well, wasn't... now it's out there. You're in trouble. Well, they can come back and get me. I mean, I was definitely on it for one was about six miles. And then <laughs> like, um, this doesn't feel right. Then I took some back roads that were not closed. that should have been closed. Um, but I don't know how that all works. So anyways, yeah, if, if they want to come get me, they sure can. Because I, I had to get there, Scotty. As you know, I, I was trying to beat you. And, and um, mission accomplished. Uh, you were injured for the first two rounds, then you magically healed up for the last two rounds and uh, started playing normal Scott Ken or Scott uh, McDonald golf. So uh, that was a highlight that I don't know. What did you, uh, what do you think it attributed to why you magically got healthy? <laughs> there was no magic. It was getting loose and fighting through it, you know, Greg. Okay. Well, you getting guys, he's used to it. I think he was went 79-83 and then 72-72 or something like that. Does that sound right, Scott? 73-72. Oh, I missed it by one. Magical Not, healing. Yeah, magic. Me right. and my green outfit, it magic, my lucky charms heal me. Yeah, well, that's a good segue into our next topic, which is the first and foremost. Scott, I'm going to give you five minutes to do your little bit of rant about the PPC in April. Now, obviously, yeah. I'm staring out at my golf course right now, and we're looking like about two, three weeks away, which would put us about the 20th. Um, that should give you a good week to possibly get ready for the biggest tournament of the year for you and we think nine others, eight others for sure from our section and possibly a ninth depending on how the alternate situation goes. So do your little bit of rant and then give us an update as to where we stand on this PPC coming up. Yeah, so PPC first round April 30th through May 3rd down at Twin Warriors, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, I think and you, Santa Ana and Are they on Santa the same Ana. Uh, they're pretty much right in, on the same road, five minutes apart. Okay, so separate facilities, but right next to each other. So Twin Warriors hosted as hosted PPCs in the past and recently hosted the senior. PGA or the senior PPC this fall where Derek Stendhal made it through and is going to play in the uh, senior PGA at PGA Frisco in uh, I think in May. So anyways, uh, you know, they switched. What was it, Greg? Probably five, six years ago that they switched it to end of April. Yeah, I think it's been four PGAs now, hasn't it? That been Maybe only three. I, I would have to look that up. Uh, maybe, yeah. Tone, could you check that for us while we're uh, beating this up as to how many years it's been? But go ahead. But, uh, yeah, so it's, you know, and there was a lot of pushback from the northern courses and obviously a lot of pushback from the championship courses for the PGA Championship because Hazeltine's not going to host another PGA Championship if it's in May. And this is kind of the last one 
that I think was booked prior to, because this one's in Rochester, New York at Oak Hill, which who knows what, how much snow they've got up there, pretty similar climate to us. So I know that the PGA is mindful of it. They're uh, monitoring the situation, doing everything they can to get it in championship condition prior to, but uh, yeah, so this is, yeah, I think it's, on average, it's about every other year that we've got, seems like now a, a, a late start or an early start. It seems like we've had more late starts in Minnesota the last couple. So it's just difficult for a lot of us to get the game in midseason form when you can't get out on grass. So it's you're taking trips or you're hitting in the simulator or doing anything you can. Um, but uh, yeah, it's there'll be eight of us made it through the section championship at Minnewaska. Those eight, John Rigstead, myself, Andy Smith, Johnny Schwaller, Corey Johnson, Chris Borgen, George Smith, Thomas Campbell. So we got through that, we had eight. Brent Snyder got first alternate. Last I checked two days ago, he was second on the alternate list. So very so first good. Just clarify, Scotty, first alternate for Minnesota, but second overall right now, and that's in 41 sections of alternates. Correct. So, so again, just to clarify what that looks like. Yes. it's uh, So there's a pretty good chance that Brent's going to get in. So we're watching that pretty closely. Obviously, Brent went down with me last week and uh scoped it out just in case and uh we'll we'll wait and see when he and hopefully he gets in um and then we lo and behold we get one other one getting in they added this a couple of years ago in the stroke play championship in the winter the top two non-exempt ones that have not qualified for the ppc in the stroke play, get exemptions into the PPC. Jeff Sorensen goes down to Florida, you know, plays a lot of the, the events during the, the winter championships in the stroke or in the tournament series. Jeff played great. I think he finished like eighth or ninth, Greg, and ended up getting the second spot for the PPC. I mean, it's a remarkable accomplishment. Um, as far as I, I know for sure, there hasn't been a Minnesotan who's gotten through that way before. So I texted Jeff and uh, super, super happy for him. And I know he's excited, obviously, to have a chance to get back to another PGA championship. So there's nine of us going, possibly 10, based on, you know, what happens with Brent and the alternate list. But I think there's, yeah. Scotty, did Brent say he's going no matter what and he'll just wait down there and see what happens? I uh, haven't gotten to that yet. So I think the official closing date for the championship, I think you've got to be registered by the end of this week, April 7th. So then that will say, okay, here either you're registered or you're not. And then okay. for sure... And then it's it would have to be something, say, who knows what would happen that you'd either 
run into a tree skiing or who knows like that you can't make it you know so that's um that's where we're at right now so we'll see hopefully brent gets in i'm actually pulling up the alternate list right now let me see alternate list uh alternate list as of today number one position brent snyder wow so he moved up a spot from from just when you started talking to now yeah well <laughs> so the entry deadline is april 5th so two days so yep. brent will know probably by then if he's in and then if he isn't something something out of the ordinary is going to have to happen and but, scotty we were, we were talking offline that um with the late starts for most of northern hemisphere usa um, we could see a bunch of people. I, I think it could go as far down as 15, 20th on the alternate list. I mean, there's just some people where they just aren't going to be able to get away, especially if they wanted a quick start. Um, and and I can I could see that being a thing. So um, I would think it's very comfortable for Brent to get in. But who knows? Stranger things have happened. So a couple of things on that. Brent started after all the section championships were done. 24th on the alternate list yeah and guess who was uh 19th and just got in honey creek oh fisher darren fisher was the first alternate remember i think we were at the golf show a couple of years ago and he was on the alternate list i don't think he got in that year but this year he did He's so in. good yep. for him Good for you guys. Okay, Scotty, quick recap. You were just down there. Give us a give us a two minute preview of the golf courses. Yeah, um, you know, Twin Warriors, big golf course. I think seventy seven hundred yards. A lot of long par fours. Yeah. Also at elevation. So, as you know, being that you just played in Colorado, Albuquerque. I think uh, elevation is like. 3,000. So, well, actually, it's elevation, Albuquerque, 5,300. So it's pretty similar to Colorado, 10% less. So 7,700 yards, still a long way, but not as long as, you know, sea level. So Twin Warriors, big ballpark, you know, obviously it's desert, miss the fairway. Uh, fairways are generous, green structures, some complexities to them. Um, biggest thing, when we played Twin Warriors, there was no wind. The wind is going to be the biggest factor on those golf courses. We played Santa Ana when we got in, 45 degrees and a 30-mile-an-hour wind. A little cold, I would say. Um, but Santa Ana is a little bit tighter. Um, I wouldn't say it's targety. Um, and the green structures aren't as complex and the golf course isn't as long as Twin Warriors. But I think both, uh, it'll be a good test and for sure the wind's going to dictate the scoring. If, if it's calm four days, guys could probably light it up pretty good. Uh, if it's windy, scores are going to be high. And I think that's ultimately what happened in that senior is the final round, the winds switched. It got cold, and there was – you look at some of the scores from the final round, and I remember texting with Stendhal, and he's like, 
there was only two, three guys out of 90, Greg, that broke par. So, yeah, it got tough. Okay, Scott, break down the numbers again. Uh, 300 and some competitors? Uh, 312. Okay, I put down 316. I couldn't quite remember. I think it's 312. Okay. but But top 90 in ties make the cut. There's a secondary the, cut. What traditionally has been the numbers? Uh, I I know it's different every time. Yeah, I get it's it. A, but it's it a been couple, even it's, yeah, it's usually, but here's the thing. It's such a big field that one or two over might make the cut. And those people that are on that cut line make it to the PGA Championship because it's so tight. Because traditionally, what makes it to the PGA, if you shoot even par for four rounds, you're going to the PGA Championship. Or you're in a playoff for it. Hmm. Well, good luck down there, buddy. Um, Hopefully, it goes well for you guys. And hopefully, your shoulder is not as messed up as it was three weeks ago. Feels a lot better. It gets better each day. Just Well, we know when the magic healing was. It was It was Sunday down in Colorado because Friday and Saturday you were still messed up but Sunday magically the shoulder started working for you well it's just you know maybe it was the magic because those two rounds that played with you oh that is true and what did I say to you on the eighth hole on the last day what did you say I leaned over in the golf cart to you and I said I never want to play with you again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yet we're going to play together, I think, uh, in a couple of weeks at the Pro Pro and Dakota chapter opener. Let's pray that happens, Scotty. That's April 24th. Uh, I believe that's a Monday. What is that? Three weeks from today? Yeah. Let's pray it happens, buddy. Yeah. Last year we got canceled out, but I don't think that was because of snow. I think we just ended up with bad cold weather during that stretch. It was like 35 degrees, which can, which can happen again. All right, let's move on to a quick topic. And I'm, I'm hoping tone can jump in because I want to start with tone. uh, If he's around and able to, uh, to join us here for what we consider a, a, the hot button topic. If you remember in years past, it was um, the anchoring of the putter or using long putters. Well, Jack Nicholas' dream has come true. He's been screaming this for 10 years plus about uh, the rollback of the golf ball. He thinks that that's the number one issue with the game, and it's causing um, golf courses to be lengthened, which causes more agronomy issues uh, and things of that nature, more water, all the tons of more resources being uh, put into the game. But this presents an existential problem for those of us who run events, especially if you run something like a pro-am something that maybe the amateur doesn't need less yardage, uh, but the top, top pro guy. So tone, let's start with you on this. Uh, what's been your gut reaction for the golf ball rollback issue. That is, uh, seems to be very prevalent right now as to, uh, what they're going to do. It's my initial reaction is I'm not that big a fan of it. Um, Ultimately, if that's what they decide to do and it gets implemented, we got to follow it. But my initial reaction is, you know, I, you know, I hear the argument of the pros are playing the same thing as the AMs. And, you know, when you go to an event to watch these top tier players, one of the thing is, well, how long, you know, how long they're hitting it and how they play it differently, how aggressive they can be. And now suddenly you're going to scale them back. It may not 
you know, it's just going to, I don't know, it'd be a little different, but I guess my initial reaction is I'm not a fan. Scotty. Yeah, it's, I get why they're looking at it. I get why people have been calling for it, but I, I agree. It's to me, it's, it's going to be difficult. It opens a can of worms, not to mention when you're talking major championships, if, you know, there's a lot of logistical things because not everybody that is playing on the PGA Tour plays on it all the time. There's AMs that Monday qualify. There's club pros that get through PGA qualifiers or the PPC to play in a PGA championship or U.S. Open or or whatever. So all these logistical things um, that need to be ironed out. And, I mean... From a selfish perspective, uh, it brings a lot of older golf courses into play for major championships and the places like a Hazeltine National that has this room to make it bigger and tougher might get overlooked now for major championships because it's bringing in all these other courses that are shorter and have kind of the game has passed it by. But uh, I don't know. I, I mean... Initially, I'm not for it, um, but, you know, it's all very, very early on as well. Yeah, my, I think we're all in agreement then with this, and I think this is probably where the PGA of America stands because we, we stood on this with, uh, with, the, with the long putter. We kept saying the game is for – the amateur game is huge, and if we're going to try to – do something just to change the top tour guys. It's going to be very difficult to set down, especially when people, I mean, what's the number one thing in lesson? Oh, I want to gain 10 yards. Why did this, why did the uh, ripstick come into play? Oh, going to help people gain yardage. Right. I mean, that's, that's the number one deal uh, really for a ripstick. And, and so, and, and it works and it's things that happen, but now all of a sudden you're going to do all this stuff and you're going to roll back a golf ball, which doesn't need to be rolled back for the amateur game. I mean, we're seeing that. I also think that people are seeing this wrong. I, I love the U.S. Open type events where it's even par. Other people love the 24 under. Birdie, 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 birdie. Again, teach their own. I don't know that there's a right or wrong way. I do believe Jack Nicholas has a point with the um, uh, with the agronomy. Um, I do believe that some of these ballparks, you know, they feel like they got to stretch them out, but that's okay. Let them stretch out if they need to. Those of us who are 6,300, 6,400, we'll just let the course stand on its own. And if we want to make it tougher – can always make a harder pin. You can always have the greens a little slicker. You can always pull the out of bounds just a little bit further into the golf course. There's just some things that you can do if you want to and um, make it a little bit more difficult for people. So uh, I think we're probably all in agreement that we'll just go with whatever is being told to us. But if we had a vote, we would say, leave it, leave it. We're good. Right. Any final comments on that from you guys? You just say that, you know, when you're watching like a tour event or anything, it's like all entertainment and, you know, you want to see low scores and all that. And why do you watch the majors is because that's like the toughest conditions that these players go through. So, you know, I guess, like you said, if you want to make the tour events, if that's the issue, because they're shooting 30 under, make them a little tougher, make them harder pins, a little faster greens or something like that. Seems like a little better solution to me, but. Yeah, Tone, we've seen we've seen round to round things change. Augusta's the greatest example. They can change it like that and how they want it to play. If they say, whoa, too easy, toughen it up, let's go. 
they just do some different things to make it. I mean, they go as far as how they mow the golf course. You know, I mean, nobody understands that, that at the master, they've gotten to where they always mow it. So that's in you're hitting into the grain. So it doesn't run out as far. Um, that's something that they, that they push. And so it's like people, there's so many things you can do with the agronomy of it that we don't need to really touch these manufacturers because it could get ugly with you trying to figure out, okay, is this ball legal? Is this one not legal? What do we have going on here? I, I just, I can't see it being a clean break or a clean solution. So, no, I, I would agree there. Hey, let's narrow the fairways. And you know, the biggest thing, honestly, that I think we could do in the game of golf, especially at the professional level, let's make the bunkers bunkers. We are so just hardwired now that we think we should have a perfect lie in a bunker as far as i'm concerned bunkers were created and they were pretty much just holes of mud and nobody got a perfect lie greg think about the nco we're complaining about well we're in a footprint you know we need a drop you know it it it's it's just like the tour players are so much better out of bunkers than they are out of thick rough let's make bunkers actually bunkers that would wow. be one way wow. to make it tougher. Tone, that was a direct shot at our buddy, Tony Janu, who uh, came after the rules committee about a bunker play. And uh, it, it's a, it's well noted that, uh, again, it's a hazard more or less. Um, and, or it's a, it's not a penalty area, but it used to be called a hazard. And now it's, you're right. The pros are say, get in the bunker, get in the bunker. Yeah, players, because that's they know they can predict that lie. So very good point on that. All right, let's move on. We only uh, we only got a short window here. So we're going to get on Kaylee. Come on in. We're going to talk a little masters. My favorite week of the year, other than the fact that I like to actually play golf on during the masters, you know, like in the morning or whatever, and then sit down and watch some, you know, watch the the action. But that's not going to happen this year. So we're just going to sit in front of our TVs and soak it all in. I have a rule now that other than this podcast, all meetings will be five minutes this week. Uh, do we have anything like that at the Minnesota section? Not yet, but it's something we should implement. Yeah. I'll look to our vice president. <laughs> Maybe the VP can add that in there. Just, we got to cut down the time so people can watch. So intriguing masters to me, you guys, before we get into our predictions, let's talk a little bit about it. Um, I think it could arguably be, the most controversy filled masters in a long time. You, you people all sit where they want to sit on the side of the fence of live, not live. Are they the villains? Are they the, are there? Nobody sees them as really good guys, but are they hated so much that you cheer for the, the good guys? I, I did the uh, Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker kind of comparison in another, uh, in another radio show. And I, it just feels like it's adding to the, to the adrenaline and the excitement. And and I, I find myself, hate to say it, halfway cheering for the live guys because I need them to get world ranking points so that I can see them play with the best players more often. I want all the best players playing together. And as they drop in the world ranking points, we're not going to get that. Golf fans are going to get robbed of this. So, I find myself doing it. Scotty, you shake your head. Are you cheering against all 17 live guys? Well, you can watch them on the CW anytime you want. That's right. When they're and, on. And, 
Yeah, and, and it, by the way, their coverage is absolutely horrendous. They can't even follow a golf ball with a camera. But anyways, how much do you think that is in the back of these live players' minds? There is a ton of pressure, especially on the players that don't have majors, that are sinking in the world golf rankings, the, the Joaquin Neimans, the Abe Answers, the Carlos Ortizes that are great players that keep falling because they don't have a major championship under their belt. Cam Smith right. is safe. You know, Kepka's safe for a couple of years. And some of those guys are safe in the, in the majors that they've won. Obviously, the Masters champs are exempt for life. But how much pressure is on those fringe guys Tons. this week? Oh. Tons. Yeah. So that is going to be the one I'm going to watch is those players like that. But I look at, I, I'm going to tell you right now, all these live players are kind of off the radar of, of the average golfers now. Like people don't realize Cam Smith won the, the last major that happened, the Open Championship. Nobody's seen him since. Well, he played through the, he played through the Tour Championship. He was essentially the number one player in the world or right there. And he's finished in the top 10 in the Masters, I think, probably top five, three times. He should be a favorite for this event, but who knows if he's going to be because he's on live and nobody knows about him or remembers <laughs> him. So Correct. Um, I agree, Greg. I, I like the, uh, the evil empire and the Rebel Alliance that is the PGA Tour. I've always been a fan of the Rebel Alliance. Um, the, the Rebel Alliance are the good guys. Unlike Liv, Darth Vader, and Emperor okay. Snoke, and, you know, okay. Palpatine. Okay. And we can dive deep into Star Wars yep. if you want. But anyways, it's I agree. It is going to be interesting and Oh, by the way, it's the return of your favorite player of all time, Phil Mickelson, to Augusta National. Is he going to be on all black, and are we going to see his eyes, or are we just going to see the shades from Top Gun all week? Yep. And a scruffy face. Those guys, they don't shave anymore. They, oh, they're playing the part perfectly. Anyways. Come on, Whatever. let's let Tone, Tone and Kaylee have a chance. Stop talking. Tone, what are you thinking? Something that just came up to my, you know, because I think when you the live guys that they, they primarily wear all their team stuff, like are they going to be wearing that when they're playing in this tournament? Mm. Like are they? Because that's like their brand. That's like what they signed up for. Yeah, you know they got to promote. They're going to have to wear pants. Tone. <laughs> it's going to be a we know change. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just that's, curious that's... to see if Phil's going to be wearing wearing his high flyers hat and all that because he doesn't oh. really have any sponsors anymore. Right. Yeah, they don't need them. So they don't I need would them. be I would be interested to see if Augusta could do this, where they would say you can't have any of that material or say what you could wear. They could possibly ban that. But so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, but but they've already decided they're not going to be petty. Well, they've already made we'll that see. decision. Yeah. So we'll see if they change on that. But I, I think that's the big thing right now. It's all these little things are like even the broadcast. I'm interested to see how they handle this. Yeah. Are they going to pull away from those live guys? You know, if somebody's four under and a non non live guys four under, 
you know they're going to show the non-live guy probably and i'm i'm gonna i'm very interested in seeing this whereas we as golf fans i would think we'd want to see everybody but again we know tiger's going to be shown a lot and that's that's understandable kaylee we want to give you a shot here mm. well i'm excited for all the stuff that people are going to try and interpret on tiktok like tiktok is actually kind of fun to watch of people will try and guess of who's saying what to who and what they say so i i'll kind of be tuning into that stuff i guess all right i i think we're all going to be glued to it it's kind of paramount to our jobs because this is the start i are you guys part of any master's drafts besides this one? Oh yeah uh, family one and we got uh we got an office pool here at the section oh mm -hmm. yeah let's go <laughs> okay so uh this one is not going to have quite the implications of that so uh scotty do you want the third pick in the draft or the fourth pick in the draft i'm willing to take whichever one you don't want i'll take fourth since i was the greatest uh nostradamus of picking last, last year. year i'll give you guys a good chance here and uh, Tone or Kaylee, what what would you guys like? One or two? You guys get to pick between the two of you. I'll get one, Kaylee. <laughs> Who's okay. got Kaylee's got one? I got one. Okay, Tone. The only problem with one is then you have eight as well. So that's that's the issue. But you do get nine. So and the field is deep this year. Okay, ground rules for this year for Nostradamus is total money. Um, doesn't matter win or loss. So again, if you if you get the winner, you're probably in good shape. Um, but if you get second and third, you might. And, and Scott, we still haven't heard what the purse is. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, that will be the bomb that gets dropped this week and will set essentially the bar for all the other majors. I think the PGA for sure is waiting to hear what it is being the next next major and making sure that we're in line with what augusta sets it at yeah we heard that last year that they're kind of like well we just we're not going to be a major if we don't pump it and i think they kicked in an extra four or five million right off the top and i again it's not something they could find with the sponsor so i did see that they upped the price of ultras last year to 17 dollars a pop at the tournament i think maybe that was going to go towards the purse because uh ultra i can get into the clubhouse here for a dollar 13. so if i'm selling it for 17 that's a pretty nice margin all right, Tone, first pick of the 2023 most exciting Masters I can recall in recent history because of all the stuff surrounding. Fire away. I'm torn on the first pick, but I think I got to go with the defending champion. He's been playing pretty well. Scotty Scheffler. Dirty yeah, dog. I, he took mine. Yeah, I... um. I, I took him on my radio show this morning to repeat. So he was going to be my pick at number three. And uh, you stole that one from me. So Kaylee, fire away. I'll go with Mr. Rory. That'd be fun. All right. The master's choker. Not bad. Maybe not this time. All right. I am not cheering for this guy. So I hate doing these picks. I usually only pick guys that I cheer for but I am not cheering for this guy at all. Um, but I have to pick him in this slot and it's John Rom. I thought for sure you were going to pick DeShambo. You picked him in every single pool last year. Scott, you got picks number four and five. Two picks for me. 
first lived guy off the field, Cam Smith. No. Okay, all right. Guy puts well, too well. You're uh, not cheering I, for him. N- no, I'm not, but I've got him in another one. Next, I'm going to go off script a little bit. This guy's been playing great. You sometimes and, do this. And he also has a great track record at Augusta. I'm going to pick Jason Day. A late exemption. What was it? Was it three days ago? Yeah, he got in what, after the match play, I think. Oh, I it wasn't that long ago. I That shocked me. All right. Here we go. I'm up next here with the sixth pick in the 2023. Oh, my goodness, you guys. This, this field is stacked this year. It's just stacked. It's stacked every year. Come on. No, not like this, Scott. <laughs> this is you just scroll down. Literally, literally, I can pick any of these guys all the way down. To, I think the 23rd in this list is like Victor Hovland. Yeah. I mean, it can, you can oh, I'm gonna go with huh. Bryson DeChambeau? No, I think I'm going to go with Justin Thomas. JT! Not proud of it. All right, Kaylee. Um, Seventh pick. I'm going to go with Mr. Tom Hoagie. Whoa! Mm -hmm. Why? Because it'd be fun. Sure. We like Tom. Tom's (laughs) a good dude. Tone, you got picks number eight and nine. I was thinking JT, but uh, my back at the JT was Mr. Colin Morikawa. Okay. Did you guys think Colin came off as a little bit of a whiner in full swing? Yeah. I've not seen that episode. Okay. Sorry. Yes. I'll reserve judgment when I see him. Haley, we're talking about wardrobe, and he's like, I'm, I won't wear those pants. Oh, yeah. wait. No, I did see that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, if he went to live, so. he could wear shorts. <laughs> um, my next pick, I got to do it. I got to do it. Um, <laughs> Mr. Tiger Woods. He had to. Okay. Like, Kaylee I, was going to pick him if you it. didn't, so... <laughs> name right, I Kaylee. recognize. I'm staring at a name right here. Max Homa. Ooh, I like that one. Mm-hmm. She likes the H's. Who else is she going to pick? Brian Harmon, yeah. Russell Henley. Sure. Okay. Mackenzie Hughes. <laughs> I'm going to, I was going to pick a guy in this spot, but I think he's going to be available in four picks because. Yeah, no, he isn't. God, he's. Because Scotty's behind Ooh, me. Justin Rose again? You will love picking Justin Rose at the Masters. <laughs> so I do You're love like... Justin Rose at the Masters. I, I do. I fully admit that. Um, but I am going to go with recency bias is Mr. Burns. Sam Burns. Played great at the match play. Hey, Scotty, you got uh, your last two picks. Yeah, I know... Tone's going to be mad because he loves this guy, Jordan Spieth. 
Putt's great. I'm going to pick guys that just putt the lights out of it. Are you picking then, him? Yeah, I'm picking Jordan Speed. Um, and then there's a couple of good players up there that have some a success. Yeah, there's a ton <laughs> loaded. This is loaded. It's loaded. The defending champion is not off the board. Or, I mean, the two years ago champion is not off the board. Yeah. So I'm going to go off script again on this one. Guy that is playing great. He's got a new caddy. He's actually going to stick to the course management strategy. Has the, the power Zach to Johnson? eat this place up. I'm going to go Cam Young. Greg he, doesn't even know who he is. Did he make 10 straight threes in the match play? It was pretty impressive. I thought one of those was a concede or something like that, but he said he made it after. I think you're right. All right. Uh, bias. I'm taking so Scott's taking the putters, which I didn't put this young Cam guy. Young is not a putter. Putter, okay. So whatever. I guess he's just going to do whatever he wants to do after he says he's going to do something else. I'm sticking with what I consider the two hottest players right now, and this one is Brooks Kepka. Has he even played a real golf tournament? Yes, he did. <laughs> At Crooked Cat, where they used to have. Did you hear the Dustin? Jo no, because you don't watch it. That's right. No, that's right. you're angry. Crooked okay, Kaylee, your that does not sound like a golf course. Kaylee, your last pick. <laughs> I, I'm already got it penciled in. It's got to be. Really? Oh, well, I might surprise you then. I really am picking this guy because I loved his fits last year at the Masters, and I also loved his full swing episode, Mr. Tony Finau. Oh, no. Tony! Tony yeah. is great. He, he won well the there, wardrobe but... last year. He I does know. the green on green on green, I think, doesn't he? Yeah, but then he also did the like khaki pants with the navy and pink shirt that only he could pull off. Uh, it's it's Nike apparel. It's it's all good. <laughs> there you go. All right, Tony. Final pick of the 2023 Club Mr. Irrelevant Masters Mr. Irrelevant. draft. There's so many good players left. Sandy Lyles out there. Which Larry direction Mize. you're going? Freddie Couples, Sergio is on your list. Uh, there was a guy I chose last year, multiple majors. I don't know if I can choose him again. Um, oh, Xander? Gonna... You love Xander. <laughs> no, no, Victor was was the guy I chose. Yeah, um, Victor. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go, I'm gonna say Matthew Fitzpatrick. Bitsy. Ooh. Bitsy. He's never Matters met. Just never. He missed the cut only once in the Masters, but since 16, he's never missed the cut. He's got Ooh. pretty good finishes. Okay, here's outside the top 16, you guys. Dustin Johnson. Nobody picked him. Hideki Matsuyama. Nobody picked him. Nobody picks Patrick Green because you can't cheer for a cheater. Uh, Corey Connors. Just won the Valero. Nobody picked him. Xander, nobody picks him. Zalatoris. I was just going to say, Mr. Awesome Putter will even Kaylee stayed away from him. I had the Z already written down. She a big Zalatoris fan? 
Sure. You didn't know that? Sure. No. Patrick Cantley. I mean, Mr. Steady Eddie. And then Victor Hovland, who was already mentioned. None of those guys picked. And then Justin Rose was not picked either. But then again, that's just me if we went 10 deep in the draft. So, anyways, good stuff, you guys. All right. Uh, we didn't we didn't put it down as state of the section this year. But, Kaylee, why don't you uh, run down some PGA updates, some things that are up and coming. As we get into April here, it's time to start signing up for some stuff. Exactly. The words something that Scotty's going to miss. The words right out of, my, out of my mouth. We are looking for everybody to start signing up for events. May is going to be a really fun month if we can golf, which I'm hoping we can. May 1st <laughs> is our Luther um, kickoff series, also our spring meeting. Um, so we'll have some information coming out about that soon. But um, along in May, we also have the cup matches uh, against the MGA and uh, the Twin Cities Open, which is going to be a really fun event this year. Tone defending champion captain. Oh, yeah. Defending, defending the title. We're going to retain it. Here, hold on one second. He's got the right cup. Right yes. Oh, it's all blurry. There he goes, right there. <laughs> well, you because you went in and out real fast. So blurred up on us, but it's still, we get it. That was a that's a nice win. Scotty is part of the winning team. Did you make the team for this? Just for this barely. Year, Scott? Just barely. Okay. Um, do they know about your injury? The captain, Captain T-Bone knows. Can you can you sit yourself if it's like where you can't go? I'm going to be fine, Greg. Okay, but by the way, in that is the week after the Luther, somebody has a title to defend. Back at Woodhill. Mm -hmm. Section championship was there, what, five years ago, I believe? It, yeah, so it'll be fun. Always good to see PK. Thanks for hosting PK uh woodhill will be yeah i think honestly i think i played a cup matches at woodhill 10 plus years ago so i i love playing woodhill so that'll be fun to get uh greg are you gonna be able to play in the match play non-committal right now life is as i said uh why we had a guest host at the uh golf show life is coming at me fast so it sounds like a yes, seeing as though you don't have golf team to coach this year. So, and it's not that far for you. Woodhill's an easy drive. West Metro. Fast. Oh, Tone, fast. anything that you want to pump up on your end of stuff? I'll just, just, uh, you know, obviously, if you're a member and you're interested in signing up for the match play, get in as soon as possible. That usually fills up first 64 members in. If you're an associate interested in that event, you can sign up, but you'll be put on the wait list if we need to fill some spots. Um, TCO, excited great, about that. Let me stop you, Tone. Let me just stop you. What a great thing that has happened there. That years ago, we were begging associates to get in because we just weren't filling it. And now we're to where we wanted to be. This should be a PGA member benefit. And then the apprentices, it should push them to go and get you know, go and get their stuff done. We need more of that. And I, I love it. So I just have to interject that kudos to both of you. I know, Scotty, you worked hard on this a bunch of years ago, and it's kind of gotten to where you want it now. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. Um, not to steal Tone's thunder on pumping some things, but 
I think the state, the state open this year at Oak Ridge, awesome facility. Uh, I think we'll have record numbers trying to qualify for that after the renovation there. And it's, I looked at the qualifiers, Greg, it's kind of a Scott McDonald, uh, turn back the clock qualifier location. There's a Minnewaska golf club and a Faribault golf club in there. If they would just add summer B and Winsog farm, we'd have you covered everywhere. <laughs> there's a preserve in there. There's, That's not good. there's nothing no, for you there. Oakland. Braemar, Victory Links, Highland National, and Last Chance at Bunker Hill. So actually some some good variety of golf courses for that state open qualifier. Tone, anything else? Anything you want to add about the Twin Cities Open? No, I'll just say that's uh, uh, field at 112, which would be our biggest uh, field ever for that tournament. So it's good to see that's growing three years. And then, yeah, the state open is probably going to be uh, an exciting tournament. So qualifier numbers are getting up there already so excited to see where that ends up perfect great All right, anything else for the good of the order you guys or uh yeah season do Guy? you uh do you know where the twin cities open is this year yeah it's at edina country club my favorite golf course do you think you could talk to marty about getting me an invite into that pro-am that you and tone and jd get to play in that nobody actually, else gets to actually it's better than that i've actually talked to marty about not inviting you you gotta so, give me a, us a chance scott he knows tone that i that i go scott anybody on the top 10 of the money list they are not invited to this event it's this period that's boom, so, done. i'll remind you the last time we were at edina for an event i did forget my golf clubs that's right so hopefully this time <laughs> i'll remember them don't and worry, I there's going to be some to play with jokes. Rental set there's going to be some Marty. jokes flying about that coming up for sure. Yes. All right. For Tone, Kaylee Scott, Greg Snow, glad to have you on board for another season. We'll be bringing you, we'll be building a schedule and bringing you um, six, seven, eight of these guys, keeping you up to date on all things Minnesota section, all things tournament golf. And uh, we're glad you're on board. Scotty, any final words? Nope. Uh, looking forward to uh, seeing some grass sometime Good soon. Good luck at the PPC April 30th. For Scott McDonald, I'm Greg Snow. Thanks for everybody. Have a great day.